<laughs> that seems that that's crazy. That's crazy talk. Why are you talking like that? Right, one cast, the perfect cast. Do you guys remember the Goofy movie? I not in that great of detail. I remember yeah, that it existed. <laughs> probably wrong timing for you fellas. We were like but, eight or so. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, no. I think I was eight. You were like three. What? No. <coughs> Goofy movie? That's yeah, got to be probably. 98. Hmm, we, were, we were five, CJ. What? Ah. 1995. Oh. The first one? Yeah, so I was yeah. ten. That makes sense. Makes I remember sense being vaguely scared of certain parts of the movie. I don't remember why. The possum things were inadvertently scary. They were like animatronic possums that mm. were like really, really fucking creepy. They were making fun of, <laughs> uh, making fun of uh, Chuck E. Cheese, right? Yeah, yeah. Essentially. In the 95, it makes more sense that they had the Michael Jackson character. Yeah. And, it was uh, a combination of Michael Jackson and Vanilla Ice. Yeah, and Polly Shore. Yeah. Makes Who was pretty much just playing Polly Shore. Yeah. He has like one note. Leaning Tower of Cheese, man. Leaning Tower of Cheese. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Which looks simultaneously appealing and disgusting. Yes. Like something about like the way the like the cheese like meh, like out of out of the mouth, you know, but like yeah. Agree. Wanted to take a bite of it, but like you know what happens if you take a big bite out of a, a handful of cheese with it. It's disgusting and you puke. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm trying to figure out what 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 species the girl is. She's a dog too, <laughs> right? They're dog? all dogs. Are they all dogs? Cuz the big fat family has short pointy ears that look like cats. Yeah, but they're dogs. They're like pit bull dogs or French bulldogs. Who? But they're giant. Is... So maybe pit bull dogs. Let's see. I got to go in here. Um plot Max's friend. Okay, so PJ. PJ is. It doesn't say. <laughs> and then Roxanne, right? Maybe. Yes, Roxanne. Man. She was one of the first, like, uh, anthropomorphic crushes that I had. Her and Gadget. Gadget. Wait, Gadget. From uh, the Rescue Rangers. Got it. Yes. Yep. Yeah, not like it was like a like a sexual like I want to bang these things. You know, I was too well, yeah, young you, for that. Yeah, but you, it was you know, exactly. But it was like oh, I just want to keep looking at you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgive you. Let's see, <laughs> Goof Troop is basically the, uh, the yeah, show. Yeah, that was the show based on the yeah, ninety two to ninety three. But everyone's a dog. Everyone yeah. In well, Goofy. and the thing that I never got about this specifically, that dichotomy is like Pluto's a dog too. Yeah, but, but he has like, to live so in the doghouse. Yeah, but what's the difference? <laughs> like he can't talk and he is not sentient. So he's so basically he's Goofy with Downs. So he gets to be a pet. Oh. Exactly. I was gonna say he he can't <laughs> talk or anything. He's he's like he's like a retarded dog. You're like yeah, you know, so yeah. Keep him in the doghouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. A lot of goofy stuff. I hated Goofy. Really? I really didn't like very many of the of the Disney characters. Everyone me either, to be to honest. To this day, my favorite Disney prince is is uh, the guy from Hunter One Dalmatians. What's his name? 
Roger. Oh, the the main dude. <laughs> not the, not the dog. Like the, the actual prince. man. Prince. Yeah. Yeah, because techni- he's technically a prince, right? I don't know. Did I, I ever tell you about the storybook that I had, the Disney storybook, when I was young? I don't know. Where, where, so okay, was it involved? <clears throat> so it was. It was. It it was this town of all of these Disney characters, including Maybelle the cow, and Donald and Daisy and Minnie and Mickey. And they all had like these interactions together, right? And my mom used to read us this this storybook all the time, uh, you know. And and you could see like like Donald, ha- like Mickey, like Daisy had a, a problem with her with one of her like her dishwasher or something, and Donald had to come over and help it, you know. And like this this whole story like interwoven. and everybody had like these interpersonal relationships and stuff, right? And, and it was a lovely story. Well, when I was about sixteen, I found this book in the garage. And it was a motherfucking instruction manual for household appliance repair. It was not at all a storybook, but it was somehow like had pictures of Disney characters in it. And it was, and so my, like my mother had just crafted this story in this fucking world based on these, (laughs) this picture of this book and read it to us before we were old enough to read. It was insane. It fucking blew my mind, like completely crushed my, like my idea of what my childhood was for a minute. (laughs) That's interesting. Old book. Homeowner's manual. Yeah. Maybe. Like, what's the what's the reason for putting those characters in a like a homeowner's manual for like adults? I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is really weird. Is it? Is that what it is? I can't find it for sure. But I'm getting whispers of it being a Disney homeowner's manual. Let's try that. It's probably what they hand out to all the people living in Celebration, Florida. Yeah, well, why? I mean, <laughs> they got to give them something other than just, yeah. <laughs> because in, in Celebration, they have all those crazy, crazy deed-restricted rules. You can only use these nails. We've talked about this, I think. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Homeowners Association. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's crazy. I like those things where, as you grow up, you're like, "That wasn't even what? That wasn't even a yeah. regular thing. That was a lie the whole time." Yeah, it was a lie to get you to shut up. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. You liked the yeah. book, so we read it to you. What's the big deal? Exactly. We quote unquote read it to you. <laughs> I do this. Are you guys familiar with the, it's little kid books, with the Carl series? It's no. um, like good dog Carl and stuff. It's a story of this little, this rot, not little, this Rottweiler who hangs out with a baby and they like go on adventures, but there are no words. So it'll be like, okay. the parents are like, bye, Carl, like after the baby, we're going to the store. And then immediately Carl gets the baby out of the crib and they like play around and the baby swims in the fish tank and goes down the laundry chute and stuff. And then before huh. the parents get home, Carl, the dog, like vacuums everything and cleans everything up and gets the baby back in the crib. And they say, oh, good dog, Carl. You Thanks for watching the baby. And it's a whole series. That sounds interesting. Anyway, I it's read. New? It, no, it's old, very old. Oh, okay, okay. It's all done in like very old style, like almost advertising, like 50s and 60s advertising looking things. Man, so I just want to point out while I'm searching for this, I typed in Carl the Duh 
Uh-huh. And the second thing is Carl the Deranged Dwarf. So I'm going to bookmark that and look at that later. But Carl the Dog. Done like an advert. Carl with a K or a C? It's a C. If you look up Good Dog Carl, I think that's that's the oh, flagship good dog book. Carl. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so Carl just goes around helping the baby get into trouble. Carl goes shopping. Uh. Anyway, I read those to my daughter. There's no words, but I read the story to her. Oh, look at that. That's not murder at all. The dog just pushed the baby down the laundry chute into the basement. Cool. Let's go make sure it's still alive. Ah, luckily, Carl, the baby landed in some clothes. Oh, and it puts (laughs) it in the bath because it loves it. Yeah. (laughs) It knows how to clean it. Some dogs do that. If it's like a nanny dog. Remember like Nana from Peter Pan? Mm-hmm. Like that dog knew what's up. Like that dog could change a diaper. Yeah. That's so why it was their Nana. It was their nanny. I right. always assumed there was no babysitter. There was just this nanny dog. Right. And I, I, got, I assumed that it got paid in like extra biscuits or something. Yeah, exactly. But like, like Mr. Darling was cheap as shit, I'm sure. Yeah, he had that... Um... I'll, I'll never forget. Remember how they had that like bib thing, and it was always rolling up like it was a window shade. Oh yeah, yeah, pulling it down. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, who's your who's your favorite Disney princess? <laughs> oh man, I don't. Lord, it used to be Ariel. I remember loving uh, Little Mermaid. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. From what I'm told, yeah. <laughs> I have vague, vague recollections of, of watching the VHS basically until it broke. But I went through a weird phase where I watched Beauty and the Beast every day for like a month. See, I, I never could get into Beauty and the Beast. I don't, I don't know what it was. I barely remember it now. Yeah. <laughs> That's me with all those old Disney movies. Did you guys have like spots in the movies that you like watched over and over again? Like So, like for instance... My brother uh, loved the spot in the Cinderella VHS that where the prince is riding through the woods in the forest, and it's it's really intense. And then all of a sudden, the horse stops and flips the the prince over into the mud, and the prince just like stands up and he's soaking wet, and he goes, "No carrots," like to the <laughs> horse, right? And that like tickled my brother pink to the point that he would just rewind it to the you know the part that he started running through the woods, and then you would just watch that, wow. and he would just laugh and laugh. Oh and laugh. my god. No carrots, and he couldn't say his R's, so but he would repeat it every time. It was just the no funniest cowards. thing to him. No carrots. <laughs> I don't think that's a big part of the movie because I don't remember that at all. No, it's a tiny part. <laughs> he, like the prince, like it just like you know because he was bargaining with the horse that if he'd done good, he was going to give him some carrots and stuff later. Oh, and then yeah. like now that he had done bad, no carrots. Like he was taking it away like a punishment. And, <laughs> and my brother, for some reason, like that resonated with him on a level I can't even explain. No carrots. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that at all. But you find really stupid things funny. Yeah, you know, as as it's, I think this game started around age five. My cousin and I were in my grandparents' hall, and we were playing horsey rides or something because I was a lot bigger than him, even though he was older. And so he was like riding me, and then my grandma poked her head into the hallway and said, uh, uh, "Dinner time." or dinner's ready, or something like that, and I just stood up and walked into the dining room and didn't really care what happened to him. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So when that became a game, we just recreated that over and over again all the time for years. That's fantastic. The, the, yeah, the game is just, <laughs> he gets on my back, we say dinner's ready, and then I stand up and walk <laughs> away. <laughs> or we'd, we'd make a bunch of paper airplanes, turn off my grandparents' ceiling fan, throw them until we had like 10 paper airplanes on the ceiling fan and turn it back on so that they'd all fly around the room. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> what kind of dog is good dog Carl? It's pretty clear. He's a Rottweiler. Yeah. There are no Maybe other dogs that look like that. Right. He's, a, he's a freakishly large dachshund. <laughs> <laughs> he's a wiener dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not finding anything at all related to this appliance repair manual with Disney characters. Yeah, like I say, it just kind of whispers, but no actual, nothing to back it up. What was that, Carl the Deranged? Dwarf! Let's go back to that. What's that guy all about? Warhammer? Is that a game? Oh, yeah. That's a little, it's a game. It's like a magic the gathering game but like with uh, figurines Ooh, some video started auto playing at me I did not want to hear <laughs> yeah. I was um, like are we doing an impression here what's going on oh could you guys hear that yeah just a little bit oh yikes with every something yeah uh-uh. oh, apparently he's very popular he's all over deviant art ah he's in TV tropes he has a spatula for a hand what? <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Good old straight hand. Carl the Deranged, also known as the Oh Shit I Died guy. What? Okay. Well, it's kind of hard to find Oh, yeah, well, now that, now, that you, now that you say that, of course I know who he is. Oh, that guy, right, sure. No, I, I still have no idea. Yeah, no, me neither, in case there's any, any question. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to bother looking too too far into this. How was your guys' weekends? Good. Yeah, yeah. the same. What did you, yeah. you get up to, James? Nothing, really. Kind of clean the house. I'm doing a... Um, I finally have gotten to a, a point where I'm okay with uh, not necessarily intermittent fasting, but like a time-restricted, you know, dieting. Like nine hours, you know. And it usually ends up being intermittent fasting because I, I don't eat breakfast anymore until like 11 now. So I've done that for – today was the third day in a row, so I've been adapted to that. No, today was the fourth day because I did it two days at work, so Thursday, Friday. Yeah, so far in my experience, it's, it's not that bad. There's some mornings where I wake up hungrier than other mornings, but in general, it's fine. Yeah, and the water helps, you know. Yeah. Water and coffee. Too much yeah. coffee. <laughs> I went to exactly too much, too much coffee. Do you do the bulletproof coffee yet? No. What, what do you bu- bulletproof coffee is where you put either butter or coconut oil or both Ugh. in your coffee? No, and, really. Uh, and you drink it. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's a fat bomb, and so it's supposed to once you're once you're fat adapted, uh, it's supposed to clean you out really good, but also give you a little bit of you know fuel because <laughs> otherwise, mm. coffee has no actual nutrients. Right. You know, and there's some schools of thought that with like that it doesn't break your fast, and some schools of thought that it does break your fast because you have to metabolize it through your kidneys, 
no matter what. So it's like, yeah, it could it could trigger an insulin response in some people. Apparently, hmm. drinking coffee. Well, I do so, I do yeah. almond milk in there, and there's a bit of fat in that. It's not a fat bomb, mm-hmm. but there is some fat, and I do that yeah. just to smooth it out. Yeah. What the hell is going on? Is there some streaming service where when you skip, it goes bloom? I don't know. I, don't know. I have no idea. My neighbors are listening to it, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> they have some sort of grow operation or something back there. They kind of told me when we moved in. And right now, they're in the middle of some big project. They're playing loud music all night long. They're running an air mm-hmm. compressor mm-hmm. all night long. It's harvest season. It's harvest season. Um, yeah, anyway. So sometimes when my dog goes out to go to the bathroom at like 11 at night, she starts barking at them because they're making a ton of noise. So they shout, shut your fucking dog up. And I shout, you guys shut your fucking music off. And then yeah, that's about where it ends. Yeah. <laughs> you can't complain about noise right now, guys. Yeah. yeah. When they're the ones yeah. making the majority of the noise. Yeah. I get it that you're working tweakers, but fucking some of us are sleeping, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, at work, I, so in training, people got really, really loud, right? It was because they had, you know, it was a class of us. It was 30 when we started, 33 when we started in like 30 when we left. Um, but, uh, so people just got real, real loud. And so towards the end case processing, when we finally had some clients and people were calling us, I had to build a little sign, uh, Hmm. that was, I, I, I sweet talked one of the office assistants to print me something in color. Uh, and uh, so, and it said, shush, uh, phone interview in process. And the shush was in big red letters. And then phone interview in process was in blue letters, but it was smaller. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I stapled it to a folder and I stapled the folder around a ruler. So I could literally hold up this sign mm-hmm. and say, shush, phone interview is in process. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was in training. You know, and I actually used it a couple of times because, like, fuck you. Like, I'm talking to a client. You're not going to be shouting when you're right next to me. Like, that's that's disrespectful and that's horseshit, you know. <laughs> like, so, like, I would wave the sign, you know, like, like be quiet and people would get the hint, right? So, uh, but I, in cleaning my desk the other day, I was like, ah, I'm never going to fucking use this again. I'm at work now. That's not civilized when you're in an actual office. Then you're being a dickhead. Yeah. You know, if you're just doing it to one person who's talking, like, a little loud, you know, then you're just, you know like being passive aggressive. So I'm like, I'm not going to use that the next day. Literally. Uh, I'm at my desk at four o'clock talking to a client on the phone. He called me and he had some desperate questions about his medical. Right. And, uh, I'm like, I'm trying to answer his questions. And all of a sudden a group of six people come over and start singing happy birthday at the top of their lungs to the fucking person next to me. And I'm like, ah, Oh, fuck, man. man. Like, I, I just had a sign. And I could have yeah. used it, but I was like, fucking whatever. So I put the client on hold, and I just sat there. Like, as soon as they finished, I, like, you know, I was like, I'm so sorry about that, sir. And they were all mortified. <laughs> like, they all, like, you know, just completely slipped their mind, like, that somebody might be doing some actual work. Yeah. And so, like, I, like, you know, they, they all, I mean, two of them at least came up and, and apologized, but the other four, like, didn't. They, I'm getting a weird reputation for, like, being, like, a party pooper Oh. at work. But I'm like, I fucking, I'm here to work. Yeah. Like, I'm not, and I'm also on a diet, right? I'm not going to eat your cake. Right. You know, and, and as a rule of thumb, I, first of all, I'm a dude. So I don't do baby showers in, in the first place. I don't believe in them. And for, for my good, good friends who ask me to go, I will. 
right? You know, I, I don't even think that if I ever had a baby, I, I would only have a baby shower to appease my mother-in-law and my mother. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it wouldn't be a thing for me, right? But so this dude, so this dude who's not even in my unit just had a baby. <clears throat> and they've been having, like, a baby shower for him before he left to go and have the baby. And now he's come back and we're having another baby shower to celebrate for some reason. I don't know. I have no idea why. But, like, people kept coming up and, like, asking me if I was going to play these games and if I was going to do all of these things. And I'm like, like, no, I am just not. I'm sorry. Like, I, I mean, I know this man sort of in that I've seen him in this building. Like, I say hello a couple of times. That's it. Yeah. Right. And I mean, he's not my friend. Like, I'm not going to, like, no, I'm just not going to do this. But now I'm fucking, you know, my whole unit actually did it. So there's a little solidarity there. But I'm just like, this is, you know, it's kind of bullshit. And it feels so forced. Yeah. But, like, now now I'm the one that is, like, you know, non-participant. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's what I love about my job, being the guy who works in this one building alone. Where, like, yeah. sometimes people invite me and I'm like, eh, I have to uh, work. And there's no one else <laughs> in the building to be like, oh, but we're going. <laughs> you know, Gil, yeah. Yeah. Do you get any of that, Zach, as, as, as high man on the totem pole? No, luckily, I never have. Plus, there's, there's a pretty, at, at my specific job site, there's a pretty good size age gap between me and the rest of my coworkers in oh, the pharmacy. Sure. So, luckily, luckily, uh, I haven't had any of that, and I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the people in the rest of the store um, are too scared to come talk to any of us. So that helps. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I could totally see that because you're the one department where it's not like they could go fill in real quick. Yeah, exactly. They can't like be back there or anything, so it limits exposure. So I don't have to deal with any of that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yes, it is very nice. Yeah, James, you you have the right idea because the about your involvement in your baby shower because I can tell you that especially when you get married, as you know, you know that part. But also when you have a child, the pressure increases. Yeah, when you have a child, it's like there's so many things where it's like, I if if you were to actually ask me my opinion about whether we should do this, it would always be no. Right. Correct. But you have to to keep to save face. Mm Hmm. It's, fi- right? it's fine we, that it's happening, but in general, if you were to ask me, I would be like, no, that's that's stupid. We're not doing that. Right. Well, and we've had some discussions about, you know, the things that are, you know, because it, it, it's unfortunate. But if we ever did have children, like there's some lines that are going to have to be drawn in the sand with both of our parents. And no one's going to be happy about it. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we're going to, like, in order to just keep our sanity, like, it's going to have to. For for completely different reasons, you know. Basically, we're going to have a rule, like, no one is going to be, like, the kid is not going to be able to spend the night alone with anyone until they can talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and tell us exactly what happened when they were there. <laughs> oh, I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for different reasons. Like, sure. our family... Like, again, we love everybody, but, like, we we would worry about the child's physical safety at her parents' house, you know? And we would worry about a little both physical and mental with my dad, but more so the child's mental, you know, <laughs> safety with my, my side of family. Like, what exactly are they going to teach you, you know? Like, are you going to come back and say racist stuff now, little kid? Is that mm. what's going to happen? Right? 
that's why you know. So yeah, want to make sure that <laughs> that you're able to tell me exactly what Granddad taught you. And what Grandma said, you know, what Oma said about the black people. Tell me, please. (laughs) (laughs) What she said about Obama, who's no longer relevant. But please tell me why she's talking about him still. Yeah. You know? (laughs) (laughs) See, luckily, my mom is so boring. There's nothing that's ever going to happen that's going to be a surprise or make me angry or anything. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, we sat and watched Turner Classic Movies. Cool. Yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, thanks for sharing. (laughs) Don't care. (laughs) And then with her parents, her mom is basically the same. She turns on only like kids' TV, and everything is about the kid. And it's less of like, I'm living my life, and also there's a child here, and more of like, my life has just ended, and now there's a child here. And that's where my thoughts are. Yeah, and they don't. They didn't. They tend not to uh, to say the n word. So that's also good. They fortunately do not say the n word anymore. Thank goodness. That's good. But they do not uh, shed the opinions still. (laughs) Yeah, it's like David Duke realized that he could start saying urban and still get his point across without actually saying the n word. Right. My dad is actually more thinks that it's okay to be more racist towards Indian folk mm. and Arabic dudes, you know? And, he, and, and so like his, his justification is, well, there's none here. And it's like, dude, <laughs> like we are still at a public place. We're it's still in a diner and you cannot say those words. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, you know, like, and I shouldn't have to be telling you this as an adult, but that's what we're saying. That's what yeah. We're you know, the worst, with my us. mom, yeah, go ahead. It's more of like, she's like, you know, <clears throat> such and such people do so and so on welfare and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh. I, like, I've tried to set her straight a couple of times. Like, that's not quite how the welfare system works. So, you know, like, if you're a non-citizen, you can't get any sort of benefits. But, like, yeah. whatever. It's fine. You know, but she... It's it's weird how... Because she didn't use... She was more open-minded when she was younger and, and was upset at my dad for being racist. You know, oh. it's weird how, like, when, I guess, you get older, you get more racist. Zach's dad has a quote sort of to this effect from Winston Churchill. Do you know this, Zach? He says it to me like every time I see him. I might know, but I don't know it off the top of my head. It's the one it's from Winston Churchill. It's something like if you're not um, if you're not a socialist when you're young, then you have no heart. And if you're not a conservative when you're old, then you have no brain. Oh, yeah. He used to love that quote, yeah. Says, he still says it. He might still say it, but but yeah, as you get older, you start to trust other people less and, and things like that because you probably have some experiences, but mostly it's that you see things on the news. Like, yeah, oh, that's bad. They're all doing that. What a terrible thing! Right, or one of your <laughs> peers is talking about it, mm-hmm. and that's what I keep trying to tell my dad. Like, look, when you put that shit out there, whether or not you're joking about it. When you put it out there, someone's going to hear it and someone is going to think you're serious or someone's going to take it and be like, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, like, like, <laughs> I, I like it to like, like, like skinny dudes can't make fun of fat guys, right? Because it's not, it's not really fair, sure. right? It's not, you're not in the same zone. Like fat guys can, but skinny guys can't because it's mean, it's bullying, right? Like right. white guys can't make fun of Indian guys or black guys or Mexican guys or Jewish people. Because you're not one of them, and it's not fair. You're yep. a bully. 
you you, know, you're and, coming from a place of a higher privilege. And so, right. Right. If you're one of so, those people with the lower social designation, then exactly. it's more okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but he, he doesn't understand that. He says, I'm just trying to be funny. I'm like, I know man, but it isn't. And it's <laughs> offensive, you know, but also like, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> just just tone it down. There's a guy at the ports games who totally reminds me of your dad, and I know it's not him. Because your dad does not work at ports games selling hot dogs. Correct. That is true. He does not. But there's a guy there. If you ever go by the booths at the ports game, look for your dad. Because there's one guy there who is your dad. And I've only met him once, but he made a, a large I'll, impression. I'll get a picture with him. <laughs> there you go. I'll start subtly replacing all the pictures in my dad's house with him. Perfect. Yeah, pull Stalin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, which goes back to sort of what you were talking about with like how your opinions change. The, the truth is just whichever lie is spoken most often. Right. Yeah. It becomes people agree with you. Like the coal, like coal miners. I recently found out that they're always talking about coal miners losing their jobs and stuff. And we have mm-hmm. to protect the American coal miner. Did you know there are more people in America who work for museums than who work for coal mines? No. What? Yes. I didn't know that specific fact. I'd seen something similar. I forget which job I compared it to, but basically there's a pretty small amount of coal miners left anyways. It's not a dying industry. The industry died. And for whatever reason, this zombie ghost is still clinging on and capturing hearts and minds, but it's dead. There are no coal miners to protect. Basically, I know, I know, and also, like, you shouldn't protect something that is killing the fucking everything. Yeah, <laughs> you yes. know. Yeah, we've had a hell of a week, and I'm not excited about the week we've had because, um, I'm going to Europe, and the dollar is <laughs> is weakening by the day. <laughs> Yeah, how do you save for that? I I might have less money in a month than I do now. All right, I've got a good infographic here. In 2017, there were 50,800 people employed in the coal industry. Okay. For every one person employed by the coal mining industry, there are three bakers, seven priests, 14 cops, 18 waiters, and 36 salespeople. So, but if it, I mean, salespeople... Or like freaking a parasite to that doesn't. Even oh spark. yeah, there's a hundred thousand salespeople. But my question oh, is, okay. what like realistically, what happens if there is zero? Right, if that number drops to zero and there's zero coal mining going on, okay, right? Mm-hmm. It, it does okay. Zero workers doesn't necessarily mean zero coal mining, right? That's fair. It just means zero men doing it. Yeah, and there's so now also we get robots. Still, there's also still a good right that use. you can do remotely. Or is good... that is that not? the same thing like is that saying that there's no mm. like coal mining companies anymore i see i don't know enough about coal mining in the first place to really have a our administration is bigger on jobs so that's how they're going to to rate everything and measure everything is on actual americans in jobs but mm, yeah what apparently they keep saying that they've added 50,000 jobs in the coal sector which would double it. So it's not true, because actually they've added 7,000. Hmm. Hmm? Oh, 
no, they've actually added 800 jobs. Anyway. There are more parking lot attendants. There are more barbers. <laughs> you guys still there? Hello? Is it picking me up? It is picking me up. Is it picking you guys up? Go to the chat. Zachary Harden is typing. No. Says I left. Okay. 